0: Welcome to episode 70 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 4th of January, two thousand two thousand twenty. 2020 only. It's not. It's Sunday, the 5th. I know. I let it slip again. I've got to apologize to you people out there. It's been a very torrid week for me this week. Um, yeah, sorry it's late again. I've... Um, I've been uh, I've been a bit fucking um, incapacitated the last couple of days. The old fucking, I know. Stop going on about the hernia, Ben. Stop going on about the fucking hernia, Ben. I know. But uh, yeah, I've been off my feet the last couple of days. Um, which was a bit of a shitter, really, because I had a really nice gig lined up on Friday night at Top Secret and I couldn't do it um, because I literally just couldn't walk um, Friday, Saturday and, um, yeah, it's been a bit, uh, things have been a little bit painful, a little bit eased up today, I had to go, um, I had to go to the fucking pharmaceutical, uh, pharmacy, uh, to get some fucking drugs today, and that was a fucking nightmare, waiting in line there, Jesus Christ, everybody was out, trying to get their little drugs in after Christmas, um, Free-ish on the NHS um, over here. That's what we get, American people. We pay nine quid and uh, nine pounds, which is um, possibly about $2,000. I don't know the exchange rate. I should know the exchange rate because um, I've been having to sort out all my fucking travel insurance and shit like that um, today for going over to the States, uh, New York, in um, start of February. So that's getting exciting. I'm getting a little bit excited about that now. It seems more real. Now I've paid for the parking at the fucking airport. Uh, The insurance that compare the market wouldn't insure me because I'm waiting for my fucking surgery. Um, So I had to go through a specialist fucking cripple company or whatever. I can say that, people. I'm crippled at the minute. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I had to go and sort out my travel insurance through that and sort out that Esther thing. Where they decide people in the states, you decide whether you want people in your country or not based on various questions that are possibly in everybody's fucking stand-up set. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, when I went to America, they were fucking asking me if I was a fucking terrorist or not. Hey, I'm sure that's how you catch the terrorist people out there, huh? You know what I'm saying? Hmm hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, I imagine that's in everybody's fucking set. It won't be in mine. It is on the podcast. But yeah, some of them are quite ridiculous. Some of the questions I've got to ask you. You know, I've got to tell you that, people of America. Some of them are, you know, just a little bit ridiculous. Whether whether you've uh, been involved in any terrorist activity or not. You know. Anybody answering yes to that is going to fail, aren't they? And they keep you waiting. That's the thing. You have to, and they don't update you and say, oh, this has been, you know, now approved. You have to keep logging back in to see if it's done, but that's been approved. So I'm in America already. Uh, I think I fly out. I went to, should I um, tell you when I fly out? I don't know. Nobody out there is going to rob me of anything, are they, while I'm away? I doubt it. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I, I fly out on the 5th, I think, 5th February, and I'm there until about the, I think I come back on the 11th, so I'm there about seven days, so, um, something to look forward to, I'm uh, going to be doing a few gigs out there as well, so see, uh, how the stuff goes in front of the American, American, I won't, I obviously won't open without, uh, the Americans, uh, the American audience out there, so, I don't know, we'll see, I imagine it's a bit like London, Fucking New York, in it, I imagine. So, you know, cosmopolitan area. I've been to New York before, by the way, but that was just a um, a, uh, a a visit just to uh, you know fuck around and see the sights and that sort of shit, in it. There's a lot of stuff to see in New York. It seems a lot easier to walk around New York as well than it does London. I know you got the old subway system out there, but um, uh, it's it. I quite like it. I actually quite like New York. It seems almost like a bit of a theme park. You know, you walk him around, you see him where uh, films have been shot, and that's sort sure of shit. Uh, he says, um, fucking slurring his words there, let's have a little bit of tea, black tea as well. Black tea, this is not for any health reasons or anything like that. It's just I have been unable to leave the house, and I've run out of fucking soya milk. Um, I know. You see, it's the last days of uh, fucking the Roman Empire here in Briggs Towers at the minute, I tell you. We're down to the last of everything. I was eating fucking roasted fucking peanuts earlier on today, just trying to fill myself up. I'm going to have to get some shopping in tomorrow. Risk going out into the wider world. Um, Yeah, so uh, the only place I've been uh, is uh, down the hospital. I had to pop down there for an appointment and sort out some stuff, whether they were going to sort me out with an operation beforehand or not, and obviously not. So, um, yeah, so uh, I risked going out to the uh, pharmacy, which is just at the road today, and uh, got stuck in a fucking queue there, and Jesus, I had to stand there for about fucking half an hour. Um, when you've got something the size of a fucking, hello, when you've got something the size of um, a fucking tennis ball hanging out your fucking groin, and I don't mean the bit I piss out of. Um, that'd be a, a very odd-shaped penis, I imagine. Um, it would uh, probably easier to find love. Ah, oh, there we go with the pun on the, uh, on the uh, tennis ball there. Yeah, when you're standing there for about half an hour. Fucking hell, man. I was in fucking agony. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to venture out tomorrow and get some fucking soya milk. I'm one of the soya twats as well because I'm a vegetarian twat. Um uh, I I watched a fucking documentary about uh, fucking how they make every how they make everything these days is fucking awful but how they made milk um and all the the amount of like percentage of cysts they allow to go through and all that sort of shit we live in fucking horrible times I've just finished literally just finished watching a documentary about how IKEA furniture kills little kids when it topples over on them Is anything made these days without somebody at the end or somebody halfway through fucking dying? Everything I look around me now, I'm thinking, well, there's a fucking, there's plastic there. That's going to end up like fucking possibly choking a fucking porpoise at some point in its life before it breaks down and then poisons some other fish, gets in the food chain and takes out a couple of toddlers. Every single fucking thing in front of me. People kill themselves with a fucking iPhone, putting them together, don't they? You know, a fucking bit pen sitting in front of me, that's probably going to fucking finish a turtle off in a few years. Every single thing, isn't it? But IKEA, yeah, fucking hell. Chopping down fucking forests in Romania, because the old Romanians, ah, don't care. Well, they care, but, you know, like, IKEA don't care about them, do they? Fucking just chop them down. Illegally, uh, you know, it's fucking disappointing. Every fucking documentary you watch on Netflix, every documentary I watch, anyway, this this is the worst thing about algorithms. I'm never going to find a documentary on there now that is vaguely um, happy or enlightening or uplifting in any sort of way. Because the algorithms, algorithms, he says, slowing his words again Jesus Christ, I want to drink uh, Stay off the old tea with no uh, soya milking. It's a bit too strong for the old Benby. bite. Um, yeah. All the algorithms like just throw up the next fucking depressing thing. Which, which you obviously feel compelled to watch as well. That's the worst thing about it, isn't it? Because you think, oh, I want to be informed about shit. And then you start halfway through the documentary, you start thinking to yourself, that's too much now. I'm too informed, if anything. I don't need to know any more, people. Ignorance is bliss, people. That's what they say, isn't it? Ignorant people say that, do they? I don't know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so I'm just going from one fucking depressing fucking documentary to the next. I've got, like, uh, The Broken series on now. I know, with a title like that, it's bound to be, um, it's bound to be awful. But it's just about like how IKEA fucking cut corners and their fucking furniture squashes toddlers. And then uh, this one's on about the recycling sham at the minute, which uh, oddly ties in with everything that I'm looking around me at the now made out of plastic that will never be recycled. So hang on to your plastic shit because you might as well, you know. You might as well be buried with the lot because it's going to end as a landfill anyway. That's what they ought to do. Anything that you buy as plastic should be buried with you. Admittedly, admittedly, it's going to be a big grave. You probably need a pyramid or something like the Egyptians did. That's probably what they were doing back then. All that shit that they were buried with. Nobody wanted it and just thought, nah, fuck it. We've got it all wrong about the Egyptians. They were just fucking heavy recyclers. They just wanted to uh, get buried with all the shit. Somebody else can look after that shit. That's what had happened now. I don't know. I don't think there's much of a premise there, to be honest. <laughs> I was trying to make a fucking premise out of nothing there. Um, I don't know. Let's have a bit of tea. So, yeah, so after thoroughly um, watching these depressing things, I am now looking around my flat, seeing everything. I'm seeing Ikea furniture. They're cunts. I'm a cunt for buying it. We're all cunts. Ikea, because years ago, you used to have the thing, didn't you? This is what it said on the, uh, you you used to have the thing, you'd buy something, buy a chest of drawers, it'd be good, it'd be handmade, you know, solid wood and you pass that through the generations of your fucking family until, like, they'd lost all their money and then they pawn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to your kids who eventually lose all their fucking money because you spoiled them. And, uh, and then it'd get pawned off and then broken up. And you could do shit with that, couldn't you? You know, you could make other shit out of it. I don't know, paint it, recoat it, whatever. This IKEA shit that costs about five quid for a fucking table you know, lasts lasts about two or three years and then you instantly need some more. There's a certain certain, uh, lack of uh, economic development within that, isn't there? You know, you might as well spend out the money on something decent, keep it for life, and then your fucking grandkids can say, this is the fucking bed my fucking granddad died in, or something like that, I don't know. There's a story behind it, isn't there? I don't know. I'm sitting around uh, with a few IKEA tables in here, to be honest. So, um, you know. It's cheap, though, isn't it? That's the only thing. The initial expenditure is cheap. If you are fucking brassic and you need... And you somehow can afford a fucking flat, you know. You're going to kid it out, your first thing out with IKEA furniture, aren't you? Because it's fucking cheap. Ah, oh, a table for fucking 10 quid, you know. Sofa for 50 I'm going to have that shit. Don't care how long it lasts. You don't look... That's, that's our problem these days, people. We don't look to the future. I don't know. We may not have a future, may we? You know, World War Three's on the horizon. Apparently. I don't know. This is the first ever world war that's going to be leaked by Twitter, I think, where people just won't back down over uh, over Twitter. If you're not aware of this, people, the Americans have gone and killed, like, some Iranian... Guy. Um, it's not the first time they've done that. Oh! Uh, but this is one the Iranians give a shit about, I think. Uh, Iranian general killed. What was his name? Kasim. What was it? I don't know. Kasim Sole- Soleimani. Is that it? I don't know. I'm doing my best, people out there. Kasim Soleimani. That's it. Uh, they killed him anyway you know, because he was a bad guy who killed people, you know. Not like the Saudi Arabians are doing that as well, you know. They're fucking executing people, but they're, you know, they're the ones with the oil. That's where all the money comes from. All the Israelis fucking killing people on a daily basis, the fucking Chinese, you know, English people as well. You know, British government's doing it as well, aren't they? But Trump, is fucking... Bang on, this geezer. He sent a fucking missile up his asshole, And uh, it's looking like now, Um, two days ago it was, 3rd of January 2020. Jesus. Uh, 2020. This is what it's come to, people. Especially after the last episode that was talking about those fucking people fucking gathering for the fucking apocalypse. You know, what are they? The fucking planners? What are they? Fucking, I don't know what, the planning guys, the people who plan for the fucking Yeah. Doomsday. Doomsday fucking planners, aren't they? Is that what they call them? Doomsday preppers, that's what they call them, aren't they? After I was called fucking talking about them. Hey, maybe they've got a point. I've started I'm gonna start immediately digging a bunker in the middle of my lounge under my IKEA table, which is not gonna be any help or support in a nuclear explosion. That's going to give way straight away. Fucking hell. If only I'd spent £250 on the coffee table covering this hole and got some solid wood rather than this fucking MDF shit, I might have survived. My face may not be burning off right now. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry about the cough there, people. Um, It's cleared my throat a little bit, though, hasn't it? Uh, Let's have a bit more tea. Oh, that's fucking rank, man. Uh, it's rank, but it'll do. It's Yorkshire tea, innit? You know, that's it. But apparently this is what's going to happen. This is all, all over Twitter. People worried now. World War Three. I ain't going to, uh, lie to you now, people. If there is a World War Three, I ain't going to be fighting. I'm laying it down on, uh, right now. Yeah. I'm going to fucking dig myself a bunker, go round to the neighbours. I don't know, rob them of their shit. I could probably, you know, hope, start filling up water and fucking just stay in. Close the curtains, you know, shut the windows a bit. Put a little note on the door, gone fishing. Uh, Yeah, I I couldn't think of anything worse than being involved in a war. And I know years ago, like, there's people out there, like, probably listening now. I fucking love a fucking war band. Fucking yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of documentaries about it. It doesn't look fun especially for someone like me who is crippled by a hernia. Being shot in the leg, I'm going to be a right, a right fucking pussy with that, I think. Uh, that's what they used to do in the olden days, isn't it? They used to give, like, four feathers or whatever because there, there's that, they used to give the white feather. That was it, wasn't it? The four feathers is the film about it, isn't it? They used to give a white feather, didn't they? For cowardice. And I'd be like, thanks for the feather. Cheers, I'm going to need that when I stock up my fucking pillow when my head's in my own bed and you're getting shot at in a fucking trench i never understood that what was the uh i never understood the uh significance of the white feather i know it was like um jesus i just googled white feather meaning here we go white color feather used as a symbol or mark of perceived cowardice during the first world war young men seen not wearing uniform was sometimes presented with such a feather as part of a campaign to enjoy, induce men to enlist for military service. I've seen the film, the film, The Four Feathers is quite good. I think Heath Ledger's in one version, but the original, um, The Four Feathers, it's a black and white, I think it's 1939, is it? I don't know, that must have been a fucking, um, uh, that must have been something to fucking induce people to uh, fucking start fighting in the World War and that, wasn't it? 1939, the original Four Feathers, yeah. There we go. I think it's on YouTube, but it's a fucking good film. But uh, yeah, that was probably used as a fucking propaganda uh, machine, wasn't it? To get people like to fight in the fucking Second World War. Oh, Jesus. Is there anything, anything that is untouched by, uh, you know, untouched without a political thing behind it or it's like ikea lying about shit you think oh they're fucking nice hey man i'm fucking sweet hey i'm a swedish gay, um and you think they're cool and that and the next minute they're fucking cutting down rainforests and building stuff that squashes kids and you're like oh jesus is there anything without you know anything pure out there anymore I don't know. Probably the purest thing at the minute. I'll find out this fucking tea's got fucking plastic in it or fucking, you know. They use uh, the shells of fucking a rare endangered snail just to give it that fucking tea-like consistency. I don't know. I was going to use turtle then, but I'd already used that, hadn't I? So I had to change the snail's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know man but anyway it looks as though we're all going towards nuclear holocaust make the most of it there you go 2020 here we go smack bang into it what are we four days three days in America killed an Iranian and then the next thing everyone's talking about fucking world war bingo there we go happy new year oh dear wouldn't it that'll be it'll probably be just a, you know it'll be a tit for tat shit everybody else would get drawn into it wouldn't they China, Russia, Syria, all them, Israel, Saudi Arabia, Liechtenstein, I don't know. A small Cornwall, if they uh, declare their independence. I don't know, I don't know about that. Anyway, um, let's, uh, let's lighten the mood a little bit. I always find that weird, the cowardice thing in wars though. I know there's a certain, you know, I know there's a certain thing where you've got to fight for your country, you know. But um, I don't know. I, I, I just think self-preservation self, uh, self uh, preservation really trumps that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I'll sit there. Thanks for your feathers. Bring them on. Bring them on. Bring them on. And uh, just sit there and, well, I'm going to be alive. And uh, you're all going to be dead. There must have been a massive lack of fucking uh, men around after World War II. And those, uh, just out of the sheer, you know, I don't know any, you know, like, nobody give, nobody must have gave a shit about the people who were cowards in World War, you know, perceived to be cowards. You know, I'm not saying they are. Hey, man, it takes a lot of bottle to uh, take a feather and say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay at home. Conscientious objectors. There, yeah, there must have been, you know. They got a fucking apology in the end anyway, didn't they? Didn't they? Over in this country, they did. Anyway, in America, they're probably still nailed up against a wall somewhere. As an example of what happens when you don't fight for your country, I don't know. I don't know about other countries either. India, I don't know. We've got listeners in India fucking all over the place, do not we? So I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I never saw like, uh, you know, I know it takes, everybody says it takes a lot of courage, don't they, to say, no, I'm not going to fight, but it kind of takes a little bit more to fight, I think. Um, but you know, like a couple of years after the war, we won it. If we'd have lost the war, I think we, I say we, I use the collective we as in Britain and, uh, uh and the allies, if they'd have lost the war, then I can see people being a bit pissed off about it. But then again, I suppose the people who didn't fight would have been better off after the war as well, wouldn't they? Really? You know, hey, man, I didn't fight against you guys. All right, okay, you can fucking run a big company or one of the concentration camps. Then <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it would have worked. Ah, oh dear. I don't know. Oh, uh, what are we on? 23, man. I know it's been a bit of a a mishmash into the new year. I'm aware of this, people. I'm trying to, uh, you know, get back on track after being a bit late with the old um, podcasts and uh, over Christmas and that. Um, But, you know, I got carried away. It's the new year now, isn't it? So I've got no more excuses for being late uh, with it. I have, um, talking of um, things uh, coming back, which is uh, where I was going to go with that. Uh, Coming back on track and that sort of thing. I did watch the end of the Messiah thing on Netflix and really fucking liked it. Um, I really, really fucking enjoyed it. It's like 10 episodes and they're an hour each. I talked a little bit about it on the podcast um, uh, on last podcast, but I've managed to finish it all now. And I am fucking, I fucking loved it, man. It's exactly what I wanted from it like, quite ambiguous. Is he fucking the new Messiah? Is he just a fucking trickster? Is he, like, fucking dynamo walking across the water or whatever? That geezer did. Um, That's the weird thing, isn't it, about, like, if Jesus did come back these days, he's going to be so out of touch with everything. You know, obviously he's going to be, um, you know, if he just turned up, hi, guys, I'm back. Oh, fuck off. People have... It, it'd be trending on Twitter for about a day. Either either it'd be twendin, trend, twending, uh, trending on Twitter for about a day, and then everybody would forget about him. They wouldn't give a fuck, because something else would have happened. There'd be a fucking, you know, a new cat meme going around, or something like that. Or some celebrity would have done something. Or he'd instantly be put into a fucking mental institution because they didn't want another fucking David Koresh shit going on. That's that's, that's basically what happened. He'd be famous for about 15 minutes. Everybody would pick holes in his argument. And if it did look like he was really the Messiah come back, somebody would instantly shoot him and kill him from some side that doesn't fucking agree with what he says. Or he'd be that liberal and then just slip up and say hey it'd open a door for a woman or something like that being like gentlemanly and then he'd be like exposed as a fucking sexist (laughs) and his career would be fucking over just doing small pub gigs that's what he'd be doing just like open mics that's what he could just just doing that for the rest of his life Uh, or people not interested People just wouldn't be interested, like, people, like, if he did walk on water or something like that, people would go, ah, it's a fucking trick, turned water into wine, and people would just be, like, doubting him on Twitter, like, as they do, um, he'd have to sell tickets to a fucking live show or something just to make the fucking money up, um, it'd just become a kid's entertainer, I think, just fucking walking on water and turning fucking water into fucking panda pop or something. That's probably it. It's either going to go one or two ways, isn't it? Either he'll be famous for a bit, and if it looks like he is the Messiah, they'll fucking shoot him, or he'll be arrested or mysteriously go missing. Or people just wouldn't give a shit. People would just doubt him and he'd be arrested for being a fucking mental case. That's it. But this, uh, this sort of like deals with that. The Messiah thing uh, on Net- Netflix sort of like deals with that a little bit, and there's a bit of ambiguity in there, so it's a little bit, you know, he's doing a few little miracles, but he's not doing like anything fucking. He's not saving a little kid of cancer or whatever. I don't think, and uh, not what I picked up on. And there was there was a bit with a fucking dog where the dog was trapped under some under the hurricane, and he just went in and shot it. <laughs> When a a bit fucking Jesus Charles Bronson on his ass, but um, Jesus or or whoever, I think in this one he he was like a um, he's from a Muslim background, so um, yeah, it's interesting though. It's fucking interesting. Watch that shit, man. Watch it. I would uh, thoroughly recommend watching that. That is one of my big things. I also watched Dracula on the BBC, and it's fucking shit. I don't know, I studied Dracula when I was at um when I was at um uh for my A levels I think I studied Dracula and um or at uni or something like that. I think it was Uni or or, or A levels. Either either. Uh I have definitely studied it. I think it might have been for my A levels. I did yeah, I did uh um fucking I was about to say Einstein then Frankenstein and uh Dracula. And um, I love the original Dracula book. And they kind of fuck with it a little bit um, in the BBC series, which um, you can get for free in the UK or not. Or not, if you're not from here and haven't got a license. There you go. You need a fucking license. It's like a, to watch TV over here, man. It's like having a fucking dog. Uh, Jesus. Let's get on with... Um, let's get on with... Uh, a story this week that I saw um, let's, see. let's have a look. Woman uses asparagus to predict Trump will win election but will be impeached. This is this is news, people. Uh, this is news. A fortune teller who used asparagus to predict England winning the cricket World Cup. Jesus Christ! Uh, says the U.S. president is in is in for a rocky 2020. Jump. Jemima Packington. Jesus fucking hell. Jesus. What a fucking name that is. Jemima. She sounds like something out of a fucking... I don't know. Some sort of fucking kid's book, didn't she? Uh, Packington interprets upcoming world events by chucking veil of Evesham asparagus tips in the air and reading how they land. Uh, (laughs) How many does she chuck up there? Uh, world's only asparamancer, Jesus, thinks Donald Trump will be re-elected this year, but will be impeached again and kicked out of office. Either that, or she's just been reading the news. Jesus Christ, I bet piss stinks. Asparagus makes your fucking piss stink, doesn't it? It does for some people. Apparently it doesn't for everyone. There we go. Last year, Jemima, also known as Mystic Veg, Jesus, Correctly predicted a year of extreme... I want to know what she gets wrong. That's what I want to know. Don't give me... I can fucking... Just by the sheer law of averages. If you predict enough shit, some of it's going to go right, isn't it? You've got a 50-50. It's always 50-50 shit, isn't it? Either he's going to get impeached or he isn't, or uh, Trump is going to get elected or he's not. She thinks climate change will take centre stage again in 2020. Really? You think so? You don't think everybody's just forgotten about that, Jemima? Ah, she's a fucking sh- should be uh, Jemima Charlotte, and that's what her name should be. Just stick to eating the asparagus. You fucking she could do with eating the asparagus as well. She's a big old fucking girl. <laughs> but that more countries will take action to minimise its impact and pressure. Other the states to accept there is a problem? Really? Fucking hell. Where'd you pick that out of the fucking veg patch? Did you? You just fucking just plucked that out. That was sitting right next to the fucking cabbages. Uh, the psychics, the sidekick says storms, typhoons, hurricanes and flooding will increase tenfold because of global warming and warns the UK will suffer serious flooding. We've already had that a week ago, Jemima. You know what I mean? You can't fucking just say there's going to be flooding. Something can't happen a fucking week ago and then you say there's going to be more flooding because, of course, there will be. Jesus. High-profile and much-loved names in the sporting world are tipped to become embroiled in shocking scandals. She reads, The Sun, uh, while the youngest ever Oscar winner will be heralded as an acting icon of the future. Really fucking hell. Continued turmoil within the royal family. No shit is expected to result in some members being relinquished of official duties. That's already happened. This is fucking bullshit. Jesus. Jemina 64 from Evesham, Worcestershire, says, but more royal births and bereavements will occur this year. Of course they will. Jesus. (sighs) According to the asparagus, a shake-up of the major. Maybe, Jemima, you ought to think about doing something else with your fucking life than standing, looking mystical. She's even wearing a green fucking jacket. I predict that Jemima will be beaten to death with asparagus if she uh, fucking gets any of the predictions wrong. More royal deaths and births. Look at this. Oh, fucking hell. The BBC... Jesus Christ! One of her predictions is the BBC licence fee will be abolished or reduced. We've just talked about that. This is she's just gone through and seen a load of news stories where people have said, "Ah, oh, we're thinking about abolishing or reducing the licence fee," and then she's gone, Oh yeah, that's one of them." It's, people are going to post videos on YouTube. That's that, is that another one? Fucking Jemima? Yeah that it? People are going to tweet shit on Twitter. Interest in veganism will plateau. Jeez, where should you get this shit from? The Vale of Evesham asparagus will be heralded as the most prized vegetable worldwide. I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest. I think that could actually be you, Jemima, who is hailed as <laughs> the most prized fucking vegetable worldwide. I don't know. Well, we started that story to take the piss, and then it just t- turned into a fucking a full out assault. I'm never eating asparagus again, and I, uh, I implore anyone out there never to buy the Vale of Evesham asparagus. So at least one of her fucking stupid predictions doesn't come true. Uh, there we go. What are we on? Fucking hell, 34 minutes, people. Um, that is. Episode 70. We're going to be back on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to be putting in the... um, I'm going to be putting in... Back in the uh, fucking... Advertising again, people. Oh, yes. We've got some advertising lined up now. Um, So I'm going to be doing that. uh, Because I've had a little bit more time. Um, So that's it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Whatever is left. It is 10.34 here at night. In the UK. Um, have a great rest of your weekend motherfuckers, I'll speak to you on Tuesday, take care